Welcome to the Melanin Forum, a safe place where we address social, political, and religious issues affecting the minority community. A safe place where we create community and connection while also being educational and informative. So, welcome to the first episode of the Melanin Forum. And my name is Alex. So, I did this thing and I started a podcast during quarantine. I mean, what else could I do, you know? Um, But I've been wanting to start a podcast since probably like 2017. And I just have kind of been putting it off. And, you know, you make up excuses in your own head about why content might not be good enough or timing, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We all have our excuses. But I guess now I don't have any more excuses. So I just did it. Here I am starting a podcast. So, um, welcome once again, the Melanin Forum. We are here and, um, I thought this would be the perfect time to just, you know, start connecting with other people and just kind of putting my thoughts and stuff out there and hopefully other people will kind of join in and find some connection in it during this time. So we're going to call this first episode Quarantine Productivity. Like, what are y'all doing with y'all lives right now? Okay. Everybody claims that we have this extra time and to try to use it wisely, right? And not to focus on the current pandemic that's happening. And, you know, I agree, but I also disagree. So I saw this um, going around this post going around on social media and it said if you don't come out of this quarantine with either a new skill starting what you've been putting off like a new business or more knowledge you didn't like the time you lacked the discipline <sighs> let's think about this guys So I'm going to tell you why I both agree and disagree with this statement, but I'm going to start with why I agree because that list is a lot shorter. So I get it that doing something productive probably helps us all feel a little bit more normal during this time, but in all honesty, this is not necessarily a normal time. Nothing is normal about this, but you know, people try to grasp things that are familiar things that they can control and you know projects that you work on or or things that you start and your creativity and things that keep you active and engaged you have control over that so I understand um I get the idea that stuff can still be done despite the pause on life like just because things have slowed down doesn't necessarily mean you just up and just quit or stop or just like okay I'm not doing nothing I'm just gonna sit here and complain and mope I get that so being productive is a way of like pushing past that and motivating yourself beyond that because you don't have to just stop like that's not what this time is for I get it I get, you know, it's a way to stay engaged. And if you are a go-getter, if you're a hustler, by all means, do you. Like, I'm not against people who are doing this because I understand, like, it's just some people's natures. Like, they thrive in hard times. Like, challenges are a thing for them. Like, 
that's their thing. They see a challenge and they find ways to overcome that, you know. And for some people, overcoming that is like diving into a project and being productive. And I get that, you know. And by all means, like, if you do have extra time and and if this is like, you know, the perfect timing and you know, if you have a clear schedule now, yeah, use the time wisely, do something productive, and, you know, productive could be subjective, it could be a big project, it can be something simple, you know, as, as writing, reading a book, you know, whatever that means for you, by all means, like, do it, I, totally get it like it makes a lot more sense than just you know sitting at home and having all this these thoughts and this energy and not necessarily like putting it towards something um that can be pushed forward or like something um tangible so I get that and you know I understand that sometimes good things can be produced under pressure like I get that. Hard times is when some people are at their most creative, at their most productive, and that totally makes sense to me. So, I mean, I am also a very productive, very creative, and project-oriented person. So, by all means, I do kind of understand, like, where this um, post was kind of going like I'm not knocking the people who are all for it and I do believe that perhaps it was speaking probably to a specific audience but at the same time this is a blanket statement and to have these like expectations of just like the average person during this pandemic that might not be as realistic because there are just so many factors to consider during this time you know everybody's quarantine situation looks different like think about it a single person quarantining versus someone with a family a husband wife kids versus somebody who's like living in a multi-generational home or someone who's like a caregiver during this time all of those situations look very different during this time and each of them has different priorities you know for some people the priority right now is your family like if you have kids to take care of you have a spouse to to take care of if you are a caregiver and you have a loved one that's like living in your home with you like that is probably your priority nobody out here worried about trying to get a bag start a podcast start a business like your priority is your priority and it just depends on what your situation looks like for you and that is okay you know um and you know people have also lost their jobs during this time so I can also understand if you've lost your job nobody's out here trying to be goals like that is not your objective like you're literally just trying to survive like where's my next check coming from bills still have to get paid like that's a whole nother mindset to be in that you you've lost your job and you know what's next you know when you're thinking about what's next that may look different depending on your situation depending on 
you know, your priority, how you how you piece things together, how you handle, you know, challenging situations like this. But I can guarantee you the person that has lost their job is not necessarily out here trying to be extra hyped about the next project or, you know, the next goal and stuff like that. Not not like that. Not how people are trying to make it seem like, yeah, no. There's just bigger things to consider before you sit out here and kind of like shame people for not doing something because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I think that that's a lot to consider. Like everybody is going to cope with this differently. Everybody's going to process this differently mentally, emotionally, you know, because we're all in different places even though it's the same thing affecting us. And so, you know, think about the people who actually are working from home. Like, there's people who are working from home. So, granted, you might have, like, flexibility because you might not have to travel to an office or whatever, but, you know, I'm one of those people that work 9 to 5. So let me tell you, from 9 to 5, I am on the clock. I clock in, I clock out. So, in all honesty, I do not have more time. I have the same time I've been had. I just am home, and there's no transition in between work and home. I'm in the same location. But for me, I don't have, like, extra time like that. It's the same time. I just have become more aware of how I spend it because I'm not, like, the the thought of like traveling and planning my day and like going out of my house and going here and going there no but honestly I still have work that I have to turn in I have to be accountable I have meetings I have projects for work like nothing about my routine changed per se except my location so to assume that you know because oh you're working from home you have extra time no you don't not necessarily you know, there's flexibility, but in all honesty, from 9 to 5, like, I'm on, on the clock. And that's what I'm worried about, trying to be accountable and make sure my work is getting done. So, it's the same time that I've had before. That's just my personal opinion. And so, you know, I just went, you know, life has slowed down. It hasn't stopped. But... Everyone is having to make adjustments in their own way. Like, literally, we've experienced a whole year and three months. Like, anybody else feel like that? (laughs) Seriously. So, you know, you have to consider, like, people's mental health. Right now, like, depression and anxiety is, like, at its all-time high. Like, half of Americans have said that... This pandemic is affecting their mental health. Like, it has been a big transition, you know, especially for people who are used to being moved in the shakers and now all of a sudden they have to slow down and not do what they would normally do. So, people are adjusting differently. Everyone is coping differently. Like, we all have our way of getting through this. You know, and then think about people whose families are actually affected, like somebody in their family has been, um, has, has coronavirus, like people's families are, are, their family members are dying and 
you know, not being able to really be with that family member during that time period because you have to quarantine yourself and they may be in a hospital and you can't may not be able to communicate with them like you want to or like not even being able to be with that person during those last moments before they have passed away. You know, like that's a lot. That is a lot to handle and I just don't understand how we can sit here and shame people for not being productive when there are so much there's so much bigger issues to consider and you cannot make a blanket statement like that so i think it's important to consider those factors and when you throw something out there like that like just be mindful and be sensitive to what is going on outside of your little bubble because Everybody is not a go-getter. Everybody is not out here trying to hustle and do all this extra stuff. We're just trying to survive day to day. So I wanted to end this episode with a little bit of encouragement. Okay, so I did see this post and I thought it was great. So it says, it's okay if all you did today was get up and watch Netflix. It's okay if you did not work out. It's okay if you didn't declutter a room. It is okay if you didn't feel like talking about the crisis. It is okay if you didn't learn a new skill. It's okay if you were lazy. What's not okay is if you let a checklist, social media, or experts make you feel guilty for just trying to cope in a crisis. Don't let other people's definition of productivity keep you from enjoying your life. And so I really like this post because ultimately balance is what it's all about and and redefining productivity for you during this time is what it's all about. And you just have to be okay with that and be realistic about your expectations of what you can, you know, comfortably accomplish during this time and not putting yourself on this unrealistic checklist of, you know, I got to do this, this, and this, and this. Like, honestly, just take this pandemic one day at a time because it's a lot to digest. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of questions, uncertainty, you know, and again, it's like people's mental health is suffering during this time, you know, like mentally and emotionally, it's a lot to deal with. And to ask someone to just function and produce like life hasn't just did a whole 360 on us. That's ridiculous. It's not even like, no, let's just address the issue. Let's be honest about it. And let's find out how we can move forward in a healthy way, you know. And some people, maybe your thing is, you know, creating a project and getting all into that. And that's how you're coping with it. Or maybe for some people, you know, it is like, okay, I'm going to work out and exhaust all my energy here. I get that. That's fine. But, you know, don't force your expectations on other people during this time of what they should or should not be doing product productivity wise. Like that's just not fair. So, you know, I encourage you that, you know, just take it one day at a time. Some days will be good days. Some days you might do something. Some days you might not. And maybe your biggest, listen, I've had days where my biggest productive moment was putting on pants like real pants not sweatpants or sleeping pants and I'm okay with that (laughs) it's taken me a while to adjust because I am that person that likes to go 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 but 
you know, slowing down is not a bad thing. And so it's like just adjusting your mind of how to take advantage of it and make it the best time for you and finding ways to enjoy it and to still stay engaged and make it meaningful for you. It doesn't have to be all about the crisis. It doesn't have to be all about, oh, I need to work on this project. Like do things that bring you joy, do things that are going to be meaningful to you and, you know, do things that can be continued even beyond the pandemic. Like put, find ways to like spread joy to other people or, you know, connect with other people and, do something even just beyond yourself because that to me, you know, do things that are going to help other people. That's being productive. Um, so, you know, that's all I have to say about it. Tell me you guys thoughts. What are you doing with your lives these days? Are y'all being productive? What's your definition of productive these days? Let me know. And I will see you guys hopefully in the next episode of the Melanin Forum. So the bottom line is whether or not people's religious freedoms are being denied because we're all being told to stay at home, practice social distancing, and limit the number of people that we're gathering with. All I have to say is is that if you feel like because you cannot attend a building that you feel like you can't practice your religion or practice what you believe in, then let's let's talk about this because whatever you believe in, whatever you are practicing, what regardless of your religion, whether you a Christian, Muslim, whatever, like that's something that you take with you internally, or at least that's what I believe. Like I'm a Christian, so I personally believe, you know, whatever I'm learning in the church, whatever word I'm being taught. I take that with me everywhere. It is not limited to the four walls. Like, I don't have to go to the four walls to meet with Jesus. Like, I can meet him anywhere. I can meet him in my home. I can meet him in my car. I have plenty of days where I have met the Lord in my car when I've been going through some stuff. So if you feel like you're limited to practicing what you believe because you can't go to a building then we need to work on that because I don't believe that that's true at all. Because give me a reason why you cannot pray at your house. Give me a reason why you cannot worship at your home. Give me a reason why you can't pick up your Bible for yourself and conduct a Bible study with your family at home. Like we are the church. Like as a Christian, you're taught that you are the church, not the building. So to me, there is no infringement on me being a Christian, being who I am, practicing what I believe, because I do that regardless of when I'm in the building. It it follows me outside the building, and that's the whole point. Like, I'm not limited to the building. That's what it's about, like, that it goes outside the building with you. And so to say that because they're telling you you can't physically gather, they're trying to tell you that you can't practice what you believe or you can't be a Christian or you can't pray, you can't worship. That's not true. That is just absolutely not true. And there is no reason why those things cannot continue outside the four walls. Like that's what Jesus really would have wanted anyways. And so I think like we have been afforded like, and I'm speaking specifically to Christianity right now. We have been afforded so much, like, 
there's no excuse like there's so much online stuff available for us to still connect to to still get the word like there's online devotionals there's online church services like every church now should have some form of online stream services like youtube facebook live like people like churches men online this is not new but now that we should be practicing social distancing, like use that as a tool, like use that to stay connected, like log in online, find your church or if, you know, your church may not have that capability, find another church that you enjoy and use that tool to work on your personal development with God and 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 like be OK with that because this isn't going to last forever. And like I understand, you know, there's nothing like meeting in person with fellow believers like I get that because I understand there is something about that there's there's power in that I do believe that there's power in that but I also believe that this stay-at-home order and the social distancing order is for all of us across the board like they're not treating churches any differently than any other business or organization that they've told to limit how many people that are that are currently meeting you know the fewer people you're around the better because it's going to help all of us at the end of the day and the goal is to do what you've been doing while also practicing social distancing and right now a lot of things in our lives a lot of routines in our lives are going to have to adjust and we have to be okay with that like that's just the current circumstances is finding ways to adjust but to still do the things that we've been doing and so religion and and is one of those things so you may not be able to meet in the four walls and I understand like that can be hard for pastors because pastors some pastors depend on the income of their church like their members they tithe they give offering I understand that they keep those doors open I do but I think you know the greater thing is like okay everybody's saying oh you know trust your faith in God trust your faith in God to do what is necessary to help us all as a whole and practice social distancing and be wise like I'm not knocking you if you attend a church service physically you know but I am saying in all things whether you are physically going to a church or not and you're just tuning in online just be wise and know what works for you and where you are in your relationship with God and know what you are comfortable with and know what you need to do to be mindful of your health and other people's health. That's just the bottom line. And that's just being, you know, mindful of the current situation, keeping things in mind and doing all of that. And so, you know, we have to be creative. Like, I don't understand why we can't use our online resources. Like, if your church has an online streaming service, by all means, use it. There's online apps. There's devotional apps. I use this app called Love God Greatly. So it's a women's devotional app. And they have studies that they do um, monthly that you can engage in, that you can journal. And it's like a whole guide. They post like every other day. And you they go through it and they break the scripture down for you. Um, and then I have my own devotional book that I have bought like you know now's the perfect time if you have a devotional book to break that out go through that you can open your own bible and just start reading for yourself you know like just because you can't go to 
the physical church doesn't mean you cannot get the word or you cannot develop your relationship with God. Like, honestly, that's on you to develop your relationship with God. Like, you you take what you learn and then you apply it to yourself. And you, you work on that between you and God personally. Being able to meet physically should not, you know, be an impediment on that at all. So, you know, for people who are feeling like they're being hindered because they can't physically meet, like... That's not true. You just have to be creative about how you meet. Like, host a virtual Bible study. Do a FaceTime Bible study. Invite your friends. Like, pick scriptures. Pick a topic and find scriptures that support that topic and and create something. Like, this is a perfect time to use those online resources and just to be creative about how we share the word, you know? So that's just my take on it and you know this has probably been um will probably be a controversial topic I know um but I would like to hear people's thoughts hear what they have to say any comments so um please feel free to send me um messages on instagram my instagram name is a.mcreative89 a.mcreative89 i would love to hear what you guys have to say about this topic is is a very heavy topic right now you know people in the middle of a crisis they i understand that people gravitate to religion you know but even in that you know take all of that and make it personal for you you know at home with your family like being being comfortable like recreating that atmosphere and and digging into the word for yourself when you have the resources and you have the tools um so i'm in an episode that's all i have to say um please 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 share your thoughts and comments with me um this is probably one of the most heavily debated topics right now during the coronavirus among other things um but please don't be afraid to share love to hear it again you can send me a message on instagram at a.mcreative89 and i would love to hear what you guys have to say so until then see you in the next episode of the melanin forum So I know that during a crisis, people tend to gravitate towards their faith and their religion to find a sense of hope and a sense of peace. And I truly do understand that. So I just encourage you that in all things, use wisdom and just be creative about using those resources that are available to you. So If you are practicing social distancing while also trying to practice your faith, like I encourage you to use online services like YouTube, Facebook Live and stream services that are available to you um, on Sundays or even just throughout the week just to get, you know, a refresher of the word. Um, host a virtual Bible study or host a virtual e-group to help you stay connected and stay accountable in your journey. Or, you know, you can use devotional apps. There's so many to pick from. Like, you go to Google Play and there's a list of them. Find one that fits you and works for you. Um, the one that I use is called Love God Greatly. And it they do 
monthly devotionals and you can follow along you can journal along with it as well um and it's just an online community and it's just a really great app that I like to tune into just to kind of you know get that guided devotional and be able to you know get the word Use Spotify, YouTube, Pandora to, you know, create a worship playlist to get the music and and create the atmosphere for you that you need to, you know, get some worship in. Or, you know, there are actual like devotional journals that you can buy or you can purchase. I'm currently reading um, one called Embrace by Liza Turkis, which is really good. Um, I really, really like it. I just am able to read something daily and I find that in some way or another, her topics speak to me, something that I can apply to my own life and, and use daily. And I'm also working on a guided journal called Grace by Emily Lay. And so both of those are something that I use and component with just my regular devotion and my Bible and the scriptures that I, that I, um, study. And all of those tools can help you as well. Um, so I'm I'm advising you to do the same. You know, find ways to still hold on to your faith, but be creative. And also be safe during this time. And um, we'll all be good.